Good, good morning to you. It's Wednesday morning. It's time for the Brewers Briefing. I'm Brooks Brewer. How the heck are you? It's 8.04, and it is January 3rd, 2024. Come on in here, get your seats, and let's see what we can get ourselves into today. Would you like to get involved? I'd love that. It's always good to hear from you people. And the way to do that is give us a call on the brew lines or text on the Wendy Chevy text line. Either way, it's just fantastic. 918-756-3646. Again, 756-3646. Text or call. Even if it's just a good morning, that's always great, too. Love to hear from my friends and uh, you people texting in here. Good morning, David. Good morning, Marshila. And we'll see who else is going to jump in here. I, I, I appreciate you guys. Anyway, I hope you're doing well. It's Wednesday. There's some stuff going on out there. We're going to talk about it. I missed some stuff yesterday after the show. I look at the, I'm like, how did I miss that? And that, and that, and that. Anyway, we'll see what we can get ourselves in today. We do it on a regular basis, Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Fridays around here. It's called Brewers Breathing. We podcast the program. We put it out there in Apple and Spotify and Google for your podcasting pleasure. So you can listen to it later in case you can't always listen to it now. Anyway, thanks for being here. Appreciate you a lot. Be on the interwebs or on the radio. That's how we do it. Okay. Let's see what the weather's going to do right now. It's cold out there. I can tell you right now, 27. That's what it was yesterday morning. It's uh it's cold 27. Looking for 52 today with sunshine, 25 overnight, 51 tomorrow, tomorrow night. What do we got here? We got rain 70% chance of rain tomorrow evening down to 35. Nothing going to freeze. Rain likely on Friday, 60% chance of rain, 42, 35 overnight. The weekend, mid-40s and cloudy on Saturday. We'll see 52 on Sunday. And some sunshine. Let's see. Monday, rain, 70% chance of rain, 47. And raining Monday night, down to 32. That could get, eh, probably not too bad. And then Tuesday, a chance of rain as well, breezy. So I got some rain coming in the forecast. That's all right. That's all right. Temperatures around the state. I don't know. We got twenties in the panhandle. Got an 18 up there at Beaver. And let's see. Got twenties all over the most of the state down South. We got some thirties and a 40 all the way down there in Warica. 40 degrees. Okay. Okay. Well, that's that. And, uh, good morning, Tony. Welcome to the podcast to the radio show. Glad to have you. Tell Bubba we said howdy, would you? Okay. And Lori too, for that matter. All right. So where are we? What do we got happening in news today? I don't know. Let's see. We got this. I came across this this morning. How many of you know who Alan Dershowitz is? Raise your hand. You see him on TV. If you watch TV and I don't, but if you do, he's on there. He's an attorney. He's a professor. And an attorney, I mean, he he, he uh, defended Trump at the uh, impeachment hearings. This guy's a big dog attorney, like big time attorney. He's, he's a Democrat. He's pretty liberal. He's no conservative, but he's, he's coming to the light, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Maybe he'll come to Jesus one day. I don't know where he is on that, but he has this rant. Uh, he put out a video about Barack Hussein. And I thought it was interesting and I thought I would play it for you. And, and hopefully there's other people like this coming <laughs> to, to, uh, to some enlightenment. No, 
you can't make those kinds of comparisons, Barack Obama. And I have to tell you, what you did is just despicable. It's beneath contempt. And um, and whatever respect I had for you, I have absolutely lost. Fortunately, so have many other Americans uh, lost respect for you. And I'm hoping that you have no influence on the current administration, future Democratic administrations, and that your lack of morality ends up in the, the dustbin of history where, where it belongs. And so I'm ashamed that I was your friend. I'm ashamed that I invited you to my birthday party. I'm ashamed that I accepted your invitation to the Oval Office. And I'm ashamed that I allowed you to fool me into thinking that you actually uh, supported Israel. You do not. Nobody who has any love for Israel in their heart would ever make the kind of scene of noxious comparison you made between murder, rape, kidnapping, burning of, of, of civilians, and, and a disputed occupation that could have ended over and over again if the Palestinians had only uh, accepted the deals offered by President Clinton and by others in the American administration, not by you. You didn't do anything to help the peace process, but Clinton did, and, and Trump did, and, and others did, but not you. Um, all you did was condemn Israel. Don't count on me and my support. Uh, you have been an enemy to justice, an enemy to Israel, an enemy to the Jewish people, and an enemy to decency. I'm embarrassed that I ever thought it as highly as you as I obviously did. I was fooled by you. I'll never be fooled again. No, okay. no. I forgot about all that music in the background. It's kind of hard to hear all that. I hope you got, got some of that. He was a big-time Barack Hussein uh, follower and supporter and he invited him to his birthday party. He's like, I, I'm sorry I ever did that. I'm sorry I ever was fooled by you. I'm... It's just interesting to me how, and of course, he's Jewish, and Dershowitz is Jewish, and he, he's, he's, he's riled up over a comparison Barack Hussein made about Israel, and it's basically being their fault, and they're occupying these territories, which is insanity in itself, totally satanic. There's no occupation going on over there. That's that's the most stupidest anyway. And 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 Barack Hussein is is so anti-Israel, and he always has been. He's a Muslim. He hates Israel. That's just the end of that. Okay, he's he's not even American. He's born in a, in you know he's the son of Africa, but whatever. He he's it's just a, <laughs> he's he's uh anyway. And Dershowitz is is has had it, has had it all he could take, and so he's like I'm out. I, I'm off this guy. And uh, anyway, it's kind of interesting because, and it's what's else interesting to me too is how people that are in this, I mean, these people are smart, right? I mean, these people are smart people, yet they're the dumbest damn people running around. The elitist, smartest academic people up there, the experts, let's call them, are the dumbest people running around when it comes to some things like, like is, should I vote for Barack Hussein? No. No, you should not. That's a bad idea, okay? <laughs> Joe Biden, no. Also bad. Bad. And I'm not very smart, and I know that. Like, And these people are the smartest people running around. All these degrees and all this. And they're so dumb. <laughs> I'm just like, how do you not know this stuff? You know? I don't know. It's, uh, it's always just shocks me. When I see what I would think to be smart people doing the dumbest things. Anyway, that's that's out there this morning. Thank you, Alan, for that. And what else do we have? That That's actually been out there for a little bit. I just now came across it. Mark Levin, I guess, had that back in November. Okay, well, I'm, I'm behind. Uh, Greg Abbott, governor of Texas, uh, tweeted this out on X this morning. Texas has transported over 95,000 migrants to sanctuary cities. 
Sanctuary cities like New York City, Chicago, have only seen a fraction of what has overwhelmed Texas borders on a daily basis. Uh, we will continue our transportation mission until Biden reverses course on his open border policies. Now, 95,000 uh, people have been, been shipped out on a bus. 95,000. Remember yesterday's program? Did you catch yesterday's program? I hope you were here. If you were not, shame on you. You have no excuse. There was 302,000 encounters at the U.S. border in December. 302. 95,000 total have been shipped. This is, you know, okay, so we, we're doing the math here. You see how many people are still in Texas? Now, this has been going on for years, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Anyway, and so it's like, and they're crying the blues. Like they're just, they think the governor of Texas is evil. <laughs> trying to ship them somewhere. You guys said you wanted them. Your sanctuary cities. Remember all that? Remember the speeches and all the virtue signaling back in the day? You wanted your sanctuary cities. And okay, well, here you go. And it's only a fraction. What are you whining about? You should be thanking me. But no, they're just crying the blues. Unbelievable. I got a text here on the Windy Chevy text line. Good morning, Mr. Brooks, and happy new year, sir. Have a great day. Thank you. Thank you. And right back at you. Bye, gosh. Happy new year. So uh, I'm so happy. I'm so proud of myself. Now, it's only day three, <laughs> but still, you have, to, you have to celebrate the wins, ladies and gentlemen. My theme for the year is win. And I'm going to win. I'm going to, I've got, I'm going to win in every category, every category, the spiritual, physical, relational, financial, all these areas I'm going to win at. And so I've, I've been doing this exercise program and I got this app on my phone. And so I get up, I get my rear out of bed, hitting the alarm. Pfft, I hate that. I hate that. I really do. I just, it's just hard. You know what I'm saying? It's hard to hit the alarm and get up. You don't want to. I did three days now and I get up, I go upstairs where my, do my exercises. I turn on the sauna, which is hopefully still on. And I open the app on day three. I said, okay, what are we going to do today? And the goofy guy's like, well, today, you know, if you want to just have a rest day, <laughs> Let your body, because my body is hurting. I'm telling you what, I, I did a ton of squats on day one. I can barely walk. I mean, you, you ever do squats? I mean, those, man, that is painful. And I can barely walk. And we're doing all these ab exercises. And I can, I'm telling you. So, but I was kind of pissed because I'm like, day three. So if you want to take a day of rest, you can. I'm like, well, I've already gotten my rear out of bed. I got my workout clothes on and now I come up and, and you tell me I could slip in. Now I'm awake. Now what do I do? Well, so I ran up down the stairs a little bit. <laughs> jogging in place is just not the same as jogging, but it's 27 degrees outside. I'm not going to go do that. So I, I, I decided to do a little reading, start a Bible plan to read the Bible. I'm going to read the Bible this year. Last year, I was going to read the Bible in a year and I, I, I missed 328 days. So I didn't do too good last year on that deal, but I'm starting again and I'm going to read it again this year. And there's, there's, 
there's some apps that if you don't have it, you should get it. It's called the Bible, and there's an app for it. And you could, you got all these reading plans, and I mean, all kinds of stuff about love or finance or marriage or you know, if you want to read the Bible or wisdom, all that, all the stuff. It's a great deal. You should get it. It's free. Anyway, I digress. Well, so hey, so that, here's here's something that I came across this morning. You guys are gonna love this. This is really, really good, and it's funny, all right? It's good, and it's funny, and it's poignant. It's right on the money. Jimmy Dore, or is it, or is it Dory? I don't know who this guy is. He's a, he's a comedian. Jimmy Dore, Dory, I don't know. Why, anyway, he's, he's talking about the COVID propaganda. It's about two minutes long, and you're going to absolutely love this. I hope you can hear it well. The weird thing that happened around COVID, I'd never noticed this before in any other time in my life, but you weren't allowed to ask questions and, and at, at any point during this. You just had to, you had to do what the man on the TV said, right? You had to do what the man on the TV said without questions, and then you're a good person. But if you question it, then you're a white supremacist Trumper, not I'm like, whoa, no, no. No, I didn't vote for Trump. I just have questions. Jimmy, only dumb people ask questions. Isn't that weird? It was the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Even comedians would get on stage and they would shame people for trying to get informed about a medical treatment that was experimental that they had to take or they would lose their jobs and they wouldn't be able to travel. And when people tried to get informed about that, other people shamed them. They would say, please tell me you're not going to do your own research. You've heard people say that. Please don't do your own research. You know, before COVID, doing your own research used to be called reading. Now you're shaming me for reading? At the behest of Big Pharma? It's like I woke up in the middle of a Bill Hicks bit. Well, it looks like we got ourselves a reader. That's how much people internalized the propaganda from Big Pharma was that they would shape, they would be anti-intellectual enough to shame people for reading while they're wagging their finger at them for doing it. You would never shame people for trying to get informed, no matter what other subject it was, no matter how unimportant. Like if I say, hey, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go buy a car, don't look into it. Well, how will I know which car to get? Ask the salesman. He's the expert. <laughs> what are you, Henry Ford? <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good right there. And it's so true. You remember all that? Like, there was this whole thing going around. Like, don't do, who do you think you are? Brewer? Doing your own research on Google, you're a you're just a dumb dumb from Sayre, Oklahoma. What do you know? You don't know anything. Yeah. <laughs> These people have the white coats, man. I mean, they are highly trained. They're Anthony Lord Fauci. You bow down. You do what they say, and they would shame people. I remember that shaming people for doing their own research for reading. <laughs> it's like, and. Uh, I'm glad somebody can come out and, and make fun of that, point that out a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and that's what I'm talking about. See, see so we're learning so much. We're learning so much. I, I, you know, I don't know. Maybe we thank God for COVID. We're learning so much about so many things. I mean, how the experts are not 
that expert in some things, it's like they maybe are not so smart after all. And maybe you should do your own research. And there's a lot of stuff out there you'll find out if you start doing some of it. It's shocking. And it's amazing how many people don't do it. And just whatever the man on the TV says. Man on the TV. Let's <clears throat> see. Uh, let's see. All right. So what else? What have we got? What else we got happening out there? I've got good stuff for you people today. Isn't this good? It's good already. 20 minutes in, we're already having a good time. Oh, my goodness. Okay. I don't know if I can share this one with you. I can't share the clip. It's on Joe Rogan uh, because there's too many F-bombs, and I would never be able to catch them all. All right. It's just the way the Joe Rogan podcast is. But he's got a guy on there named Brigham Bueller. And he's talking about the dark history of the medical industrial complex, the medical industrial complex, not to be confused with the military industrial complex. There's also a medical industrial complex. And he, he, he's, he's having this interview with Joe Rogan. This is so interesting. And he says, there was a small little company that reached out to the third Reich back in the day. Okay. It's back in the thirties and forties. Let's say in the 40s, they reached out to the Third Reich. Know who that is? And they said, hey, we need 150 participants for our clinical trial. The Nazi regime shipped 150 healthy Jewish women to this pharmaceutical company to test its products. Literally, within six months, letters went back to the Third Reich saying, well, thank you so much for your cooperation. The women arrived in great health and working order. Unfortunately, none of them made it through the initial phases of our trial. They killed 150 women, healthy Jewish women. We kindly request that you send us another 150 women. Which is shocking. And he goes on to point out that that little company became Bayer, which is now a mega pharmaceutical company. Bayer. That was Bayer. It became Bayer. And then he goes on to, to elaborate about some other happenings with Bayer and HIV that they sent to some foreign countries and infected tens of thousands of people with HIV. And they knew this was going to happen. And then the HIV treatments were so expensive. And then there was some generic companies or some companies want to put some generics out there to help these people deal with this. And they fought them in court for three years because they were, trying to create these cheap drugs to help. And they didn't want that. And I mean, it, it's, it is shocking, ladies and gentlemen, to find out <laughs> about some of the stuff that's really happening in our world, in our world, our world, right here in America. And this, you know, God loving free American country. The things that these companies do is shocking, man. It, it really is. And you got to be careful and you got to just, Listen to this program on a daily basis. That's what you got to do. Okay. <laughs> I wish I could play the whole thing for you, but man, it's, it's F bombing around. I can't do it. Can't do it. It's family, family program. What else? So, so we have this, another one, another deal about COVID. There's so much happening and coming out about the COVID shots, all the stuff. And it, it's, it's, it's revelatory people. Here is one today. Here is a story. From the Spectator Australia, scientists are shocked and alarmed 
at what's in the mRNA shots, the COVID vaccinations. Early in 2023, genomic scientist Kevin McKernan made an accidental discovery. While running an experiment in his Boston lab, McKernan used some vials of an mRNA Pfizer and Moderna COVID vaccines as controls. Said he was shocked to find they were allegedly contaminated with tiny fragments of plasmid DNA. McKernan, who has 25 years' experience in his field, ran the experiment again, confirming that the vials contained up to, in his opinion, 18 to 70 times more DNA contamination than the legal limits allowed by the European Medicines Agency and the FDA. 18 to 70 times. It's kind of a lot. I mean, if it was two times, it'd be a lot, right? Or three times, 70 times. In particular, McKernan was alarmed to find the presence of an SV40 promoter in the Pfizer vaccine vials. This is a sequence that is used to drive DNA into the molecules or into the nucleus, especially in gene therapies, McKernan explains. This is something that regulatory agencies around the world have specifically said is not possible with the mRNA vaccines. Remember they said it's not going to affect your DNA and all that kind of stuff. Oh, well, maybe they were lying. Now McKernan and Dr. Buckholtz and other scientists are calling for urgent research to test whether the DNA contamination is lingering in the cells of mRNA vaccinated people and whether the human genome has in fact been altered by the mRNA COVID vaccines. Is this affecting the DNA of, of, of human beings? And if it is, it will be passed down to the, the children if they, you know, and then they pass it down, the DNA. And, you know, what, what's really going on here? with these jabs. What is really happening? They're finding DNA, contaminations with, oh, real DNA. And then it's got these SV40s, which promotes the power to drive this DNA into the nucleus and all this kind of stuff. It's like, what are you people doing? I'm telling you, I mean, just, just from common sense, when you look back at the COVID shots and how they tried to manipulate everybody to get them, you could just already know red flags flying everywhere. Like there's something wrong with this picture. I don't know what it is, but it's something. There's too much hype, too much pressure for this flu-like disease that's floating around. Something's fishy. And it just seemed to me like that from the beginning. I'm not saying I know it all. I know it maybe sounds like that, and I don't know anything. But, I mean, I just knew. It's like something's not right with I mean, look, when I saw the mayor of New York City, the former mayor, what's his name, eating the cheeseburger and the French fries, if I, if you get a vaccine, I, I almost went for it right there. But that was New York. and That's pretty convincing. Pretty, pretty compelling, but I didn't do it. Uh, I, I, held, I held back. But uh, all, the, all the stuff was so weird. And I, I thank God that, that he just, Help me to restrain from the trillions of dollars in advertising and the pressure. I did not succumb to the pressures of getting the jab. And, and, you know, and if you did, that's okay. I mean, you know, a lot of people did. A lot of people in my family did. Friends. I mean, I know a lot of people that got the jab. And, and that's okay. I'm not condemning anybody. But um, it's interesting what all they're finding out about all this stuff. And. You know, it's going to be interesting to see how how people respond next time. You know, there is there's going to be a next time. I mean, we do know that, right? 
There will be a next time. All right, I got a couple of texts here coming in. I got to get to these. What is? Here's one. Here's one from somebody. Morning, the evil cometh from the north. Better gird up. It's coming. You're doing good. You're the gatekeeper. Hang in there, my friend. I'm with you. Thank you for that. Appreciate that. Here's another good morning. Good morning to you, too. And here's another. Sorry, I'm late. Winning. Well, you're here, JP. That's better than, than not showing up at all, okay? Welcome. It's 828. You've missed a lot of good stuff already. You're going to have to catch the podcast. We've had some good stuff already coming down the pike. All right. In other news, Thomas Massey, representative from Kentucky, Republican, or is he independent? I don't know what he is. He, uh, he has, He's co-sponsored a proposed amendment to the Constitution. I thought that was interesting. It says here... Currently, congressional districts are apportioned to states based on the population of citizens and non-citizens, which gives states with numerous illegal aliens an advantage in Congress and in the Electoral College. Doesn't seem right, does it? So he has co-sponsored a, a proposal and a proposed amendment to the Constitution. It's kind of a big deal. And so it says here, proposing an amendment to the Constitution of the United States to provide the representatives shall be apportioned among the several states according to their representative numbers, counting the number of persons in each state who are citizens of the United States of America. That seems logical to me. Base it on the citizenship. <coughs> So, uh, all right, good on you. I think that's a, that's a positive direction. We should be going. All right, what else we got happening in the world of news? We got, we got this. We got this. What do we got? We got, we got population issues. You got some of the people, the, the, the elitist, globalist, think that there's too many people on the planet. And you got some people thinking there's not enough people on the planet. There's not people. We're not having enough babies. Uh, Elon Musk is in that group. He thinks that we have a major population issue. And here's some numbers. South Korea, record low fertility rate to fall further, warns government. China's fertility rate is estimated to have touched a record low of 1.09 last year. Births were below 10. Uh... MN for the first time. I don't even know what that is. Uh, Japan's 18-year-old slipped to record low. Uh, Singapore birth rate is at a record low. Vietnam's birth rate's uh, falling. Pope Francis expresses concern about Italy's low birth rate. Fertility rates in the Netherlands dropped to a record low. Indiana's Indiana, they throw that in there. Birth rate uh, fell dramatically, dropping uh, from 14 per thousand to 11, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. People not having enough babies. Uh, so, so I'm I'm done. <laughs> so whoever, younger people, y'all need to be having some babies because we're done. We've done our deal. I've had three, two. I, I got one extra. So anyway, it's... And it's true. It's the problem. We gotta have more babies. We've had this whole culture of not having babies. 
It's too hard. It's too expensive. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever the problem. It's not. Just do it anyway. Can I get an amen in the back? Okay. Quick break. We're coming right back. Stay with us. Eight thirty four is our time. 26 minutes to go in the program. Yes. I did the math in my head. It's kind of impressive. I know. That's why I do it. <laughs> it's because it's impressive. All right. What is happening in the world of news? We'll see. Let me see. What do we have? I just came across this little nugget right here. What is it? What does it say? There's a man who's been arrested at the U.S. Capitol for the crime of carrying a machete. And he was an illegal immigrant released by the Biden administration authorities. Why? What? Why? What is this? And a man who authorities are arrested at the U.S. Capitol carrying a machete and a knife is an illegal immigrant from Venezuela. The border, uh, the that federal border authorities previously released from custody. Uh, okay. That's what's happening. You let him go. Here they come with the machetes. Capitol Police first nabbed Jose Leonardo Marquez, 23 years old, after noticing a machete under his clothes. And ICE took his it took him into custody on December 27th, according to the agency. Border Patrol apprehended Marquez on August 21st of 2022, released him from custody due to the lack of detention capacity. We have no place to keep these people. Enrolling him in the tracking program known as Alternatives to Detention. Okay. Jose Leonardo Marquez posed a significant threat to people in and around the U.S. Capitol, says one official. Thanks to our law enforcement partners at the U.S. Capitol Police, this threat was mitigated quickly. Marquez is currently in the ERO custody and will face removal proceedings. And he'll come right back. And he'll come right back across because they can't keep them all. Because we have an invasion. I mean, how many times have we heard about these people? They've been deported five times and they come back over here and murder somebody. Happens all the time. All the freaking time. It's unreal. I mean, it's, let's just continue to read. Illegal immigration at the southern border has hit record highs. We know this. Surpassing 2 million in the fiscal year of 2023. 2.2 .2 million in the fiscal year of 2022. ICE made roughly 3,000 criminal arrests in fiscal 23. And 2,200 in fiscal 22, 2,321, thousands of criminals. They're arresting. How many are they not arresting? How many are getting through that they're not being processed? Thousands, tens of thousands, maybe. Man, we, we, got, us a, we got us a problem down there. It's going to fundamentally change America. No question. No question about it. In other news, ESPN is apologizing after showing woman flashing breasts during the Sugar Bowl game. How many of you saw the Sugar Bowl game? I missed it. I didn't see the Sugar Bowl game, and this happened. What the heck? What the heck? What is this? Let's read. The incident occurred after a commercial break during the second half of Washington's 37-31 victory over Texas in the college football playoffs. Some, some guy was showing her breasts. What is this? Uh, yes, evidently, the show, the clip showcased people of Bourbon Street in New Orleans. One woman was seen pulling down her top. 
Despite the unfortunate incident, the focus remains uh, on the upcoming matchup between the Huskies and the Michigan. And blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. I don't know. Well, I don't know. I guess it's uh, live television. I don't know. ESPN. And uh, what's the... <laughs> anyway, why are you reading that, Brewer? It's just a story. It's just news. I'm reading the news. I'm trying to... To keep you people informed, it's the briefing. See, it's the briefing. All right, other news COVID 19 vaccines linked to increased risk of swollen lymph nodes in children. And this is from the uh, Epoch Times, Epoch Health. Children who received the COVID 19 vaccine faced an increased risk of several adverse events, including swollen lymph nodes. Researchers in Norway have found out why, again, ladies and gentlemen, my friends, my. My, my good friends, it goes back to the common sense thing we, we talked about earlier. Remember, the kids were at no risk of COVID, like almost zero. They, just, they weren't having problems with it, didn't really need any. But, the, but that doesn't stop big tech, man. Big pharma's coming after you. We need to get them six months old, give them the jab. And just give it to them as they come down the birth canal. Can we just, can we just, when they, when they first get it's, it's insane. They didn't need it. Yet, the obedient sheep went to the doctors and gave their kids the shots. And then they come to find out, uh, there's problems. Researchers found children who received the vaccine were five times more likely to suffer an anaphylactic reaction, severe allergic shock after the first dose, nearly 10 times more likely to suffer the shock after the second dose. This is insanity, man. This is horrible. Harming people. Vaccinated children are almost two and a half times more likely to suffer lymphadenopathy within 14 days of the second dose. You, you knew I was a doctor, right? They are seven times more likely to suffer myocarditis and pericarditis and heart inflammation within 28 days of the second dose. That's just, that's just, that's criminal. We will find out uh, at some point, and we already know it, really, but it'll be verified and that this is the, this is the largest criminal act on humankind in history, probably. You know, just, we'll learn that down the road. And we will. All right. Speaking of other health news, now here this is in the news a lot, and and I, I I'm here to protect you people best I can. Now you're hearing about weight loss injections. You've heard of Ozempic, and there's other one, Wagovi, and I don't know what else may be out there. But again, you do a little reading, and like maybe maybe it's too good to be true. You're, the people are losing massive amounts of weight with these injections. But they're saying, other people are saying, that 40% of the weight loss is coming from your muscles and not your fat. <laughs> My friends, that's not good. I mean, I, you know what I'm saying? It's not lose weight at all costs. You don't want to lose your muscles. God forbid, man. So here's a story. From the uh, 
Who's this from? I don't even know who this story is from. 40% of the studies are showing 40% of the weight loss is uh, coming from muscle, not fat. Patients using weight loss injections risk losing dangerous levels of muscle, becoming frail unless they take up exercise, the doctors have warned. The drugs work by suppressing the appetite, but in some patients, this sudden drop in food intake causes healthy muscle and bone mass to waste away. Wow. Okay, so uh, be be ye warned and, and and try to be educated on all this kind of stuff, would you? You got you got to stay healthy. I mean, you know, I promise you, all this stuff. The, the there's so much out there. I, the Botox, I mean, the facial, I mean, all. Can we not just age a little bit gracefully? Can we not just we know, we know some things, right? We know that it's going to take exercise. I know we hate it. And it's going to take eating better. I know we hate it. But that's what it is. <laughs> it's going to take that on a consistent basis. Now, whatever you got to do, you got to make it a lifestyle change. Your exercise, your diet, bada-boom, bada-bang. Get you some sun. That's going to, that's going to, just trust me on that one, okay? You're welcome. Not going to charge you extra for that. I'm just going to go with it. Let's call it good. All right. Rolling right along. Let's see. What else did I miss from anything else from yesterday? Oh, yes, there is this. <laughs> There's this. China laughing at us hysterically as we are our worst enemies. Here is a trans person, Lieutenant Colonel Bree Pham with the Space Force was featured at Fortune's Most Powerful Women Summit. This is a guy dressed up as a woman, and he's featured by Fortune's Most Powerful Women, and he's in the military, claimed that trans inclusion is a national security imperative. <laughs> you know, it's funny, but it's sad, right? Because we are, we're, we're the dumbest. Again, this goes back to these elitist smart people. They're the dumbest ones running around. And they think this stuff is smart, and they they parade these men around in dresses, and they lift them up on pedestals. Like, look at us, looky, looky, looky. Here's Fortune magazine, and this lieutenant. They promoted this person to lieutenant colonel, and I mean, got all the stuff on this uniform, and it's just, it's just promote them, <laughs> give them a platform if they're willing to just let them, just raise them. It's, it's. It's just, it's just satanic. It's what it is. It's of the devil. <laughs> How do these people not know that? Because they don't believe in God and the devil. That's why. And they just, they just, they're at the mercy of the devil's bidding. All right. What else? What else? <laughs> I know, I know, I know, people. I get it. All right. What else is happening? Let's see. I think if I've missed anything else, we've got all that. I already told you about that. I already told you about that. Uh, here's something. Teachers union boss defends sending son to private school after calling school choice racist. <laughs> this is in Chicago. Teachers union president Stacy Davis Gates facing backlash for enrolling her eldest child in private school. After saying private schools are racist, 
All right, David's calling in here. See what he's got to say. Stand by while I get to the phones. I got to push all these buttons now. I didn't used to have to do this. Now I do. And let's say good morning, David. How are you, partner? Good. Can you hear me? I got you. I got you. Got you. Hey, okay. You were talking about Bibles earlier. Yes, I was. There is a new Bible out called Apologetics, and I've looked at it. It's a pretty darn good Bible. Um. It talks about how to end the Christian faith yeah. without getting yourself in trouble. Without getting in trouble. Just cool. Well, what fun yeah. is that? Yeah, I know. Right? Um, it's a really good bite, and I've got 20, 30 bites easy. And that's one of the best ones I've seen yet besides the uh, games. Besides the what? Besides the what one? Oh, King James. Oh, oh, come on, David. Please hang on. You don't King believe James. the King James oh, yeah. version. I mean, I got you can't like the King James version. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. It's, it's, it's horrible translation. That's why you got You don't like that translation. You got to do better than that. Yeah, it's terrible. It's okay. Terrible. What do you think about the NIV? Boy, I really mess some people up. I think the NIV is the nearly inspired version. Nearly inspired. What title do you like? <laughs> Let's just go over there. Let's. Oh, now you're gonna you're starting to poke around, aren't you? All right, I tell you which one I'm using. I brought it up. Okay, I'm I'm using, I am using the the. It's called the Scriptures, and they are a, a translation from South Africa that was done. Oh, probably what is this? Twenty twenty three. I don't know. I think around two thousand seven or so. Anyway, that, or, or two thousand nine maybe. Anyway, it's called the scriptures, and it uses it uses the some of the Hebrew words like Elohim, for example, instead of just God. And it's it's it it tries to stay more close to the Hebrew text. Anyway, so uh, that's the one I'm using. Okay, yeah, send, me a, uh, send me that on the and I'm gonna check that check out. It out. It's called the scriptures. Yeah, yeah, that's my version. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I need another Bible. I got yeah. way too many as it well, is. But. There's no such thing as too many. No but, uh, that apologetics look at it. Check yeah, it out. I was sitting there looking at it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I've got it pulled up here online. Logos.com. It's not, it's not a bad one. Another good one is oh, it's called the Harper and Row. Okay. That's a good little I used that when I was uh, going to uh, seminary. It was a good one to use. Okay. So. All right. But. You know, I just don't read the. I study the Bible like you do. So that's, that's what makes it fun. So when I do a Bible study, I open up four different ones. Yeah, I mean, it just makes it so much fun because there's another just, difference. There's a difference between reading and studying. There's there's no question. I used to have this Bible software. It's the Logos. As a matter of fact, it's where this this uh, apologetic study Bible is coming from. I guess. Uh, from what I see here, and I had this Bible software, and it was it was phenomenal. I mean, do it all this kind of stuff. It was so so deep. I would have to go to seminars to learn how to do this software. It was so robust, I guess you know. And I haven't used that in years, but it was it was a good deal. And I, I, yeah, it's I encourage people to do it. It's, it's it's study is good. I mean, reading is good. Study is better. You know, and, and it just it takes time. But we got to well, we got to get it into us though, because I mean, otherwise we're just. Well, what we have going on in the United States right now, it's definitely something people need to study. Bring yeah. back the way of God because we're falling short of it. 
We do. We really do. Really, uh, really do. Uh, yeah. Do you have any besides uh, Say again, you're cutting out a little bit. Do uh, you do anything besides physical exercise for your next resolution? My resolutions, yes. I, I've, I have resoluted to take my guitar off the wall. It's over here hanging next to me. Uh, every day, and I, I didn't. I don't think I did that yesterday. I'm already failing at that one. I need to take my guitar off the wall every day, which I, I think will translate into playing it. I need to do right. it because I mean I, I've got a great guitar right here, and I used to know how to play it a little bit. So I need to, I need to do that. Uh, reading the Bible, exercise, you know, pretty much. That's that's pretty much it. Just winning. Yeah. I mean, I just winning in every area. Yeah, exercise is a good thing. If it wasn't for exercise, I probably wouldn't be here on this planet. Yeah, I, I recommend so, it to all my friends and family. Yep, or yet. Well, dude, you have a good day and have fun. I think I'm going to, and I'm going to win. And you too, partner. All right. Bye-bye. See you, David. And somebody else is texting in here, listener, says to check out the Companion Bible. See what that's all about. So the, the apologetic deal looks pretty good, actually. I will say that. The Companion Bible. Oh, it did it for me. The Companion Bible. Also, uh, Logos.com. Let's see what it says. This is a uh, trusted resource, personal Bible study, almost a century. Originally published six parts, 1909 to 22, classic study Bible. There you go. Anglican clergyman and dispensationalist theologian E.W. Berlinger. Hmm. Okay. Well, that's something to consider. Uh, let's see if this has the scriptures while we're on the topic. See what it says about this exploring the scriptures. No, that's not, that's not what we're talking about. Effective Bible study. No, that's not it. That's not it. Anyway. So yeah, I didn't figure it going to be up there. What time we got? 8.52. I'm just going to, the scriptures, because y'all are interested in this Bible. Let's see what it says. I know you are. Here it is. Okay, it's 2009 edition. I was close. And it's the literal translation of the Bible. There are many stylistic features that set this apart from other Bible translations for the Old Covenant scriptures. This translation maintains the original book order, which is the Tanakh or the Torah, the prophets and the writings, the table of contents clearly outlines the order of the books from those unfamiliar with the Tanakh. Original Hebrew is used for the name of the father and the son and other Hebrew names and places are transliterated. So anyway, that's, I got this when I was in Israel hanging around over there and I'd heard about this coming out and it, Back in the day when I was doing all that. So anyway, so I got it. That's what I use. I like it. I like it. You, you might like it too. You might not. That's okay. Anyway. Okay. All right. Well, we got seven minutes to go in the program. You've got seven minutes to get involved. If you, if you want to do that. And the number is 918 and let's see. So the, what, what else happened in the news? We have a new record set in our nation. Not necessarily something to jump up and down and be proud about. Our national debt has now passed $34 trillion. 
$34 trillion. That's right. The national debt topped $34 trillion uh, on Friday after hitting $33 trillion in September. Yeah, according to the U.S. Treasury, it's, it's, it's exponentially rising now because that's how things work. Uh, like it's, it's on a trajectory that is skyrocketing. It says here, I'm just going to read a little paragraph. At the beginning of a new year, our national debt remains on the same damaging and unsustainable path. Following last year's debt ceiling deal, we quickly crossed $32 trillion in June, $33 trillion in September. So, so we had July, August, September, three months. And now we're soaring past $34 trillion. Looking ahead, debt will continue to skyrocket as the Treasury expects to borrow nearly $1 trillion more by the end of March, adding trillion after trillion in debt. Year after year should be a flashing red warning sign to any policymaker who cares about the future of our country. And, you know, it, it's, it's <laughs> we need to have somebody on here that's smart, not me, to try to help us to decipher all this. Because this has been going this way for a while. And we hear lots about it. And we hear the politicians say, we got to do something better. We gotta, I know we do. What are we going to do? What are you going to do differently? We, we can't continue to spend and borrow and raise the debt and, and, and just saddle the people with all the debt because it's it's at some point, <laughs> it's going to come crashing down and we're going to go back to the Great Depression. I mean, it seems like that's what's coming, but with, we've been talking about that for years. Like, yeah, we can't give it, bah, 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 and it's still going. Interest cost on the country's debt increased 23% to $879 billion in 2023. That's a record high, of course. Uh, interest cost accounted for 14% of the total federal spending in September of this year, last year. The cost of maintaining the debt is expected to grow. The Congressional Budget Office, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, we, of course, we know all this. We know all this. That's going to be bad. It's gonna be... So I don't know what's coming. I don't know. Is it going to all crash at some point? When is that happening? Is it 24? Probably going to be 25. I saw somebody say this morning, probably going to be 25. They're going to keep it propped up throughout the election deal. Of course, can't have that. You might not get a Democratic president back in there if it crashes under Democrat control. So I, I don't know. It's It doesn't look sustainable at all. And Tony says, who are we borrowing these trillions from? I, I think we're just printing the money, quite frankly. <laughs> and the guy from uh, South America, where is he from? The guy from uh, Javier Millet, was it? It's not Venezuela, is it? The guy that just got elected down south? Is it Argentina? What is he from? I don't know these things. He said, if printing money would end poverty... Printing diplomas would end stupidity. That's exactly right. We're, we're printing all this money. And I don't know if we're borrowing it from China. I don't know, Tony. I, I think, I, I don't know. I just know it's not good. Like I know that's, it's, it's not sustainable. And you can't just continue to, to do this. It's just not going to sustain. And ladies and gentlemen, Vicky has decided to join the program at 8.57. Morning to you, Vicky. You're going to have to get the podcast 
it's phenomenal. Anyway, I, I don't know. So anyway, that's that's breaking news. I mean, it's news. Not about how breaking it is. You know that we're 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 crossing new records, new debt. Um. So that's that. What else is there? Anything else? I'm trying to see. Uh. What else? Uh, there's some big news down in Georgia with the election stuff. I didn't cover today because I don't know. It's but the true true to the vote won a big case in the election fraud stuff happening in Georgia. They're finding out a whole bunch of other stuff, a bunch of other states. This, you know, it's just so late in the game. Like the president Biden has been here for four years already. That he he got a rigged election, got in. And now we're still, you know, that's just, that's the problem with all this stuff. It's just too slow. You know, Barack Hussein got in there, wasn't even an American citizen. Oh, you're feeling under the weather? You, you're using that as an excuse, Vicky? Huh? Are you serious right now? You could have laid in bed and turned on the radio. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> I pray you recover quickly, Vicky. I really do. I understand my, everything's going, I mean, are you, are you guys, there's a lot of people sick stomach thing going around. My wife has had it. Her kids have had it. I, on the other hand, have not thank God in heaven above. I don't know. I think it's, it, <laughs> oh, I'll just leave it there. But anyway, I, I pray you get better. I really do. Pray for all of you out there suffering and you're not feeling good. I, I don't I don't like that. I want you to feel I want you to feel good. Get you some sun today. Get you some exercise. Eat right. Drink some alcohol. I'm just saying. <laughs> Did I just, no, just kidding. This is totally was a joke. All right. Unless you want to. All right. Hey, we're 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 bouncing up against Tradio here. We got Trisha at the studio waiting to crank it up and get you guys buying, trading, and selling and giving stuff away. So let's jump into that. You guys have a good Wednesday. Coming right back here on Friday for the Brewers briefing. We'll see you then.